Welcome to the Unlimited Life Podcast with your host, Juwan Jones. This podcast is for all those that are ready to break through invisible fences and barriers to be the best version of yourself and fulfill your purpose. So get ready to live life without limitations. Hey, Limit Breakers, this is Juwan Jones, your Unlimited Life podcast host, and I'm out here today just enjoying this wonderful weather, and I'm ready to deliver a powerful encouragement to you today. So just get prepared, open your hearts and expand your mind for our topic today, which is part two of our three-part series on unlimited thinking. And before we get into today's topic, I want to give you a quote by John Maxwell, In one of his motivational teachings, he said this very important statement that really, you know, helped me. He said that if he could do anything, if he could do anything to help a person become successful in life, the thing that he would do, he said, was to help that person think correctly. Man, that's powerful. Help the person think correctly. Not, you know, offer him an opportunity, not give him a job, not give him money, um, not even just motivate him. But he said, if I can help that person think correctly, that person is going to be successful in life. And that's what we want to talk about today, because, again, this is part two of the unlimited thinking series. And this is from the first chapter, chapter one of the unlimited life book that I need you to really get at JerwanJones.com because it's going to help you change the way you think and it's going to cause you to live an unlimited life. An unlimited life is really a life beyond the barriers, beyond the limitations, beyond the invisible fences that is created in a person's life. These creations come from all sorts of factors, and we today are going to determine how to overcome those factors. I truly believe that if we're going to live an unlimited life, we have to have unlimited thinking because just no, just the way John Maxwell stated it, if I can help you think correctly. So that lets me know that success is not about normally what you only going to do physically is not initially what you're going to put your hands to. Initially, success begins with a mindset. And that's why I want to help you today with that mindset. And I believe that if we just open our hearts and open our minds to today's topic, we're going to see um, some powerful things take place. I really want to talk about today some unlimited life and some unlimited thinking blockers. I believe that when it comes to unlimited thinking and us going beyond those limitations in our thoughts, we're going to have to get to a place where we get out of certain environments. You know, I I want you to understand and I I believe I'm going to tag this title today, not being a byproduct of your environment, not being a byproduct of your environment. You know, if you grew up in a wonderful environment, you know, God bless you. If you grew up with everything perfect, man, that's that's awesome. If you grew up 
you know, with everything, every T cross, every I dotted. I, I really thank God for you. But this is really for the people that grew up in certain environments that has brought limitations and fences and barriers and mountains in their life. And I want to be able to help you today to overcome that. So, you know, when I talk about not being a byproduct of your environment, I'm not just talking about, you know, a physical environment in terms of what city you were brought up in, what, what, what hospital you were born at, you know, what school you went to. But I'm talking about that environment when it deals with mindsets. I, I want you to be able to detect, you know, did you grow up in an environment of fear? Was there doubt in the family where where there, you know, were people around you, you know, as you were coming up? Were, were they pessim pessimistic? Were there were, were they um, negative people? Because these are the certain areas of an environment that can totally subconsciously produce and create invisible fences in your life. And I want you to begin to really get to a place where you begin to break out of those certain environments. But you got to first detect to see if you are in an environment of fear or unbelief or doubt, because those things create mountains and barriers in your life. I'm reminded of, you know, in that first chapter, I was, you know, writing about Adam and I was Adam in terms of in the book of Genesis. I was writing about Abraham. But let's let's take a quick look at Abraham, because when it came to Abraham, God initially, you know, in Genesis chapter 12, told him to get out of his country, get away from his family, you know, leave his father's house. And when it comes to that, I have to begin to think, you know, why is God telling Abraham, who is also called, we got to remember, called the the father of faith. So if, you know, if he's the father of faith, you know, and faith always produces success and victory, we need to pay attention, um, you know, to Abraham's life so we can start detecting some areas in his life. And, you know, if there's a pattern that we can look at and say, you know what, I need to make that adjustment. I need to make that change. So God tells him, get out of your country, get out of your family, get out of your father's house. And it says to a land that I will show you. Man, that's very powerful and important because I believe that land that God was showing him was an unlimited life. And I truly believe that God is, you know, speaking to all of us all the time about getting out of current situations to a place where he wants us to be. I want you to begin to like write down and think in your mind and, and label out what does that place look like? in terms of not where you're at, but where you're supposed to be going. What does it look like? Does it look like health? Does it look like forgiveness? Does it look like promotion? Does it look like family restoration? What is that place in your life that you're striving to get to? You know, everybody, whether they're pursuing goals or dreams or not, I believe all have goals and dreams. And if you've never dreamed and if you never had a vision, if you never have had a goal, I still believe that there's hidden potential in every single breathing person that's waiting to be tapped into. 
you know, but we're going to have to do some things in order you know, to reach those goals. So the same for us. God always wants to take us from where we at to where we're supposed to be. So if he told Abraham, who is the father of faith, and it also tells us to walk in those same steps of faith, then God obviously is no respecter of persons. I believe that if he told Abraham to to get out of the, get out of the situation, I really he I really believe that he was not just telling them, telling Abraham to get out of his family or his country or his father's house. I truly believe that he was telling Abraham to shift from one environment to another environment. I believe he was calling Abraham out of certain environments. And that's what we're talking about today. What environment? And I'm talking about from an emotional standpoint and a mental standpoint, a spiritual standpoint. What environment are you currently in right now that is preventing you from going to where God wants you to go? And you know what? You're going to have to detect it and then you're going to have to move. You know, when it came, I remember I was um, speaking to a group of people about how I got from one place in my life to the next place. And um, I had to discover for myself that the very thing that was causing me early in my my life, you know, especially in my early 30s, late 20s, early 30s, from really being successful is that I had a I had a um, an environment of insecurity that was, you know, like the dark cloud over my life. You know, am I talking to somebody today? You know, for me, it was insecurity. And when I look back on it, it was things that took place in my life that um, that happened as a child that happened, you know, in my youth that, you know, brought some insecurities in my life. And I remember that I, you know, when I look back on it, I was able to detect and say, man, that was insecurity. That was fear. And, you know, I finally detected it and then I had to deal with it because I remember I was, um, a football player and and I think this was in high school and out of coming out of middle school I was like the star running back and when I got to high school I had you know expectations to carry on and and continue you know what I'm saying to 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 be that type of running back and we you know got to a point where you know I got hurt I believe in preseason and I really left the team for a while. And then my teammates, they came back and said, man, we need you back on the team. We need you back on the team. So I came back on the team. But of course, if you left for the whole preseason and come back on the team, you're not going to actually have a starting position because people have been putting in work. So I had to work my way back into the starting lineup. But I, I end up starting on defense versus being a running back. But it came to a point where I had an opportunity to actually start a game at running back during the season. And man, that that time that I got to start, you know, my father was in the stands cheering me on. And I had a moment in that 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 game where they handed me the ball off. And it was like I ran for like a 60 yard touchdown but it was like a spin move in there. You know, it was a defensive back on my jersey and I was still able 
to score that touchdown. And I remember to this day, I was in the ninth grade that I looked into the stands and I saw my dad cheering. Man, that was totally encouragement. As soon as I got back to the sideline, my coach said, you know what? On Monday morning for practice, well, Monday after school for practice, you're going to be competing for the, the, the starting job for the running back. We had a star running back already that couldn't play for that particular game. But he said, you, y'all, y'all two are going to go head to head and we're going to see who's going to take that starting job. So, you know what? Monday after school. We got into practice and we started going at it. You know, they gave me the ball five, six, seven yards. They gave him the ball, touchdown. They gave me the ball five, six, seven yards. They gave him the ball, touchdown. At that time, you know, I was feeling defeated. I was like, man, you know what? I can't, I can't beat this guy. And you know what? So I knew that if I miss mispractice the next day, this is my thinking that in the ninth grade, if I mispractice, I will automatically relinquish my starting position. And you know what? I did that. I made an excuse. Am I talking to somebody today? I made an excuse to, to not compete. And I knew that if I did that, I would have to, you know, go back to defense. And when I did that, that is exactly what happened. I went back to defense You know, our star running back, he did his thing. But I always knew in my heart that I had self-sabotaged my career. And because of that, I grew up in later years in that environment of insecurity where I felt like I wasn't good enough, felt like I couldn't compete, felt like I wasn't the best. But it came a point in time in my my life where God had to deal with me with that. And I, I went before God and God opened my heart and I was set free and delivered from insecurity. God moved me out of the environment of insecurity to a place that he was taking me. The place that I am at right now, of course, I'm on a podcast I'm a teacher. I'm a preacher of the gospel. I'm helping people transform their life. How did I get here? It's because I left the environment of insecurity. But let me tell you something. When you leave that environment, whether it be fear, insecurity, whether it be feeling of defeat, condemnation, low self-esteem, no matter what it is, it's always going to try to creep back up. But don't let it. Join me next week as we continue with the last part of this series on unlimited thinking. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you share and keep living an unlimited life.